Hey, what's up, bar listeners? Before we get into this episode, want to let you know that today's show is brought to you by AGTV. That's right. The people that made the American Gospel documentary has come up with a streaming service app that's pretty much like Netflix for solid biblical content. Go to watch AGTV. Use the code BAR, the number one, to get 10% off the monthly rate. AGTV is so awesome. They also have our very own Just Thinking podcast on there. So you want to make sure you go to watchagtv.com. Use the code BAR, the number one, for 10% off. Make your plans now to join us for the G3 National Conference, September 30th through October 2nd, as we'll gather for Christian fellowship and the worship of God through song and the preached word. Our theme for the 2021 conference will be centered on biblical Christology. You can find registration details at g3men.org. Get 15% off by mentioning code G3BAR. That's G3BAR. the bar come on and pull up a seat and open up your bible what a wonderful feast the living bread and we're discussing what it means for the streets the inner cities and the burbs and every person we meet this is where we challenge worldviews that we hear from world news in light of the scripture we are here to serve you we're your source for resources to help you on your way as you battle mean forces this is for the people who can see the importance of sound theology and the scripture that support it and this is for the truth lovers biblically reforming preaching christ to the nations yeah welcome to the of reformation yeah the bar biblical and reformed what's up what's up welcome everybody to the bar it's your boy Dwayne in the building right back in here another tuesday super excited as always to be coming through your speakers through your earbuds wherever you listen to the bar we're grateful that you're listening and if you're a part of that exclusive Inside the Bar group, you actually are seeing a live feed with me and my guests. Uh, before I introduce that guest, I want to let you know how you can be a com- become a part of the Inside the Bar. Just hit the link in the show notes. Uh, it's only $5 a month, and you get uh, exclusive live recordings like today. Uh, you also get extra content um, that goes straight to your phone. And uh, just sign up today, man, $5 a month. That's less than a cup of coffee if you go to Starbucks. So as as we get into it, uh, I'm about to introduce this special guest, uh, this young man. Some of you might know, some of you might not know. Um, we actually connected through um, my brother's The Just Thinking podcast. Uh, he's uh, somewhat of a fan of the show, and uh, we have on none other than my brother, John Cooper. How you doing, man? What is up? How's it going, man? <laughs> Bro, listen, I am super stoked to have you on the show. I'm glad we're able to make this happen. And uh and I'm just gonna jump right in, bro. Like let's start out <laughs> with uh <laughs> let's start out with just kind of introducing yourself, man. Those that might not know who you are, just a little introduction. Um and then tell them about that little band you're a part of, you know. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah, okay, you got it. Okay, yeah, it is cool how we got connected. I am a big fan of the Just Thinking podcast. And then you sent me a tweet uh, or a message or whatever. So I started listening to the, to the bar and, uh, and I enjoyed it. And uh, I, I love your opening music, by the way. Every time I hear it, I go, yeah, man. man. Shout out to I T. Like Barlow, that. man. That's my, He's actually part of my team, man. Terrence yeah. Barlow. Yeah, that's my guy. Uh, 
I love it. I love it. The modern reformation. Yeah. I can't rap. I can't rap, but I like the lyrics. Okay. Hey, man. Anyway. You do something else good, so that's all that matters. <laughs> yeah, that's right. So anyway, it's cool to be here. My name's John Cooper. For people that don't know, I play in a Christian rock band, hard rock band called Skillet. And um, what else do I do? I, I also host a podcast that I started maybe about a year ago, and, and it really ramped up this year and Jan- this past January, probably even more so since COVID. And uh, if anybody that is interested, it's called Cooper Stuff Podcast. It's not totally in. Uh, it's not totally different than than what we're talking about today, and a lot of the just thinking and bar and stuff like that. But that's what's up. I talk about culture, and I always say that I like to talk about theology for dummies like me. It's people <laughs> that that aren't real, real smart, but you just want to boil. How do I live for Jesus? It didn't used to be so hard. Right. Now it's pretty confusing. <laughs> right? So true, man. So that is so spot on, brother. It, it is <laughs> it's a lot goes into it now, man. You just don't just, you know, name it and claim it, as they say. Uh, you, there's actually more that goes um, on with it, man. So tell me. So I don't know the skillet story. Some people might know. I don't know the skillet story. Um, I, you know, I actually first heard about you guys when I moved to South Carolina and I was going to a uh, word of faith church, matter of fact. And um, they were bumping skillet. Like everybody, like I remember like the one with the mummy face and you know, it was like a thing, (laughs) but I had no idea, man. So, you know, uh, introduce Mm. that part, man, kind of how that came to be and, and what, how God has blessed it. And then we're going to talk about the podcast because I'm a fan of the podcast. I, I wanted to make sure I told you that on the air, but let's start with Skillet, man. Then we'll we'll jump into some podcast stuff. Well, that's very cool. Thank you so much. Skillet started in in 1996 in Memphis, Tennessee, and I was raised in, in a Christian home. My mom was a Jesus fanatic. <laughs> I mean, my mom was straight up Jesus freak, and uh, but but a very very different kind of uh, culture than mm-hmm. what I'm into now. Very legalistic. But but love Jesus, taught sure. me the word of God, but I couldn't wear black. I couldn't listen to anything with drums. When I was five years old is the first time I heard any music outside of church music. Wow. My, yeah, my, <laughs> friend, uh, my friend down the street had this thing called MTV. Oh, man. Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Back when, when MTV played music, right? Exactly. And uh, <laughs> he, he, he's like, you got to see this. You got to see this video. I was like, a video is like, it's called Michael Jackson. It's called Beat It. And uh, yeah, and I watched that that Michael Jackson video. Man, I came home. My mom was a, <laughs> my mom was a piano teacher, and my mom loved music. Sure. And I was like, Mom, I heard a new song. You got to hear. And I said, It goes like this: Beat it, beat it. <laughs> no one wants to be defeated. And my mom gave me the holiest butt whooping <laughs> of all time for singing the devil's music. Oh. So anyway. I couldn't listen to rock. I couldn't listen to pop. Mm-hmm. Drum, drums was the devil's mm-hmm. instrument. But anyway, all that to say that that's my my testimony. I gave my life to Christ as a kid, uh, and thank thank God His grace over my life. Mm-hmm. I never had that that backsliding period. Right. I never had that doubting God period because. I, I knew God as a kid, and sure. I talked to God as a kid. I believed his word as a kid because my mom just beat the Bible into <laughs> me. But, uh, you know, as I got older, college, uh, Jesus became so, so much more real to me. Mm-hmm. And I got really passionate about sharing the gospel, and I wanted to do it through music. Nice. And so that's when Skillet started. 
And 23 years, we've been touring full-time until 2020 because nice. of COVID. And uh, <laughs> for people that don't know, my wife is also in the band. Yep. We've been married for 23 years, toured the road the whole time. And, and about seven years ago is when I found out, this is going to make you laugh. People are going to love this. Se- about seven years ago is when I found out that I was in the minority Oh, wait for it. Hallelujah. I was in the minority of Christian musicians who still believe in the authority of Scripture and the efficiency of Scripture and that whatever Jesus said is absolutely right and cannot be questioned. And if you don't feel like it's right, then you get yourself in line with the Word of God. I found out we're in the minority. And that's when I started going, all right, I need to find a way to express this. And it took me a while to figure out how to do so. Wow, that's amazing. I, and sad part, man, I'm not surprised. You know, that's the sad part that mm-hmm. you're in a minority just because of music. You know, I literally just had a guest on. We were talking about, you know, worship and music and mm-hmm. and uh, and how uh, a lot of bad theology has, you know, pretty much taken over. You know, pretty much, mm-hmm. you know, just that's that's pretty It's hard to find solid you know, Christian music. Um, and, and that, that is so awesome. So I love your story about, about Michael Jackson. Cause I grew up without, you know, MTV and all that. My parents were to save his people on the block. You know, you, <laughs> you didn't, you know, I, I always tell people, I remember I used to go in like my cousin house and my parents would be getting out the car. They'd be like, Oh, Uncle James and Aunt Brenda coming. Hide the cigarettes, put the beer over there. <laughs> so, so I, I, I can relate to that. Um, you know, but but uh, but I, I had my my wild period, man. But by the grace of God, everything came full circle, man. Yeah, uh, so yeah, that yeah. that is a uh, that is amazing story. I appreciate you sharing that, man, because like I said, I never knew the backside of it and, and the genesis, and, and definitely good to hear that, man. So let's get into what I what I love, man. Podcasting. What in the world inspired you to podcast? I mean, to me, it makes sense, but I I think everybody should have a podcast. Like I think there should be like a million and you know, channels. (laughs) And if you want to talk to somebody, hear what they think, you know, let me find this podcast real quick. But to me, it makes sense for those that don't know, man, what inspired you to, to jump into the podcast realm? Yeah. Yeah. Good. Good. I I think for me, what it was is around 2012 and I've heard a lot of people say this, but Mm -hmm. I said it independently. And now I hear a ton of people say it, which means that a lot of people are going to be like, yeah, I know what you mean. 2012 is when I started going, what is happening in society? I like, mm. I feel like it's a, it's a different planet. And I don't think it's just cause I'm getting older. right? I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, all right, I know I'm getting older, but something seems off. And here's what really freaked me out, man, is that it wasn't just in the world, mm-hmm, right? It started mm-hmm. happening in the church. So true. I, and I started going, wait a minute. I was talking to a friend of mine. And, and we were talking, and he would say some stuff, and he's a Christian. Mm-hmm. And, and after a while, I was like, wait a minute. Can you say that again? <laughs> <laughs> and he said it, and, and we talked for about an hour. And at the end of the conversation, I said, man, I, I got to tell you, I don't think what you're talking about is Christianity. Mm. I, I'm pretty sure, if I remember my theology right, <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's called universalism. Mm. That's not called Christianity. And I found out he'd been reading Rob Bell and people uh, like that. Well, at the time, I'd never heard of Rob Bell. So I'm like, what's this What's this? Uh, uh, this poop you're reading? Here? That, that doesn't <laughs> sound right to me. So right. I, I started looking into it. And all of a sudden, brothers that I had for 10 years started 
walking out of church. Mm-hmm. Some of them went completely apostate. Mm-hmm. Some of them not only went apostate, but they began attacking Christianity. Wow. Some of them started going, oh, no, I'm still a Christian, but I'm leaving my wife for another woman, <laughs> uh, having affairs. Mm-hmm. And, and I just started saying, man, I, 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 at the time, I didn't know there were people talking about this stuff. Mm. And so I started reading in 2013. I'm sorry I'm talking so much. No, you're good. this is a podcast, man. This is what we do. Come on. Okay, I'm just <laughs> yakking. But 2013, I just said, Lord, I want to read as many books as I can. Mm-hmm. And I need you to give me wisdom on what's happening. And I started reading politics, economics, philosophy, secular philosophy, theology, trying to understand where the world was coming from. Sure. And w- when I discovered some, I discovered some great writers. Uh, one person that really had a book that really helped me a lot was uh, Shelby Steele. Okay. Shelby Steele has a book. He's a, uh, for people who don't know, he's a political philosopher, mm. uh, conservative, but he's the first, I read a, he wrote a book called white guilt mm-hmm. that I loved. I remember and that. he's the first person that I discovered uh, critical race theory from right. when I read critical race theory in uh, 2016, it just made everything make sense to yep. me. And it was actually around 2018, my older brother, he said, well, if you're reading about critical race theory, he's like, you, you gotta, you gotta check out this podcast uh, called just thinking. Yes, podcast." <laughs> I didn't, I didn't know there was anybody talking about this right. stuff. So that is why I decided I said, okay, there are some theologians doing it. Mm-hmm. There's some really faithful brothers doing it for mm-hmm. the more academic people, but there is nobody in Christian. Everybody in Christian music is on, is on the left. Yep. They're on the progressive left yep. and they're, they're pushing stuff that to me does not sound like uh, orthodox theology. Exactly. Where are the people talking about orthodox theology? So that's why I decided to start doing my podcast. That is awesome. Um, man, you don't know. I'm smiling all over, inside, outside. Now, <laughs> I love. I love that man because that, that, for many reasons. One reason why, like you said, there were so many voices, and and actually the academic voice was going towards the critical race theory, the social justice, you know, and I, yeah. I ain't scared to name names because I even had, um, you know, some of those guys on my show early on, um, uh, you know, like the Tabidis and, and, uh, and, um, um, Tisby, Jamar Tisby, you know, which mm. before, and it's funny cause <clears throat> I, I, it's almost like I was at the, the line right before it got crazy. And and I interviewed um, Jamar, and Jamar was like, "This election is so important, you know, da da da, you know, Trump getting office, it's gonna be bad, blah blah blah." And I, you know, at the time, no idea what he was talking about, didn't know, you know. Mm-hmm. And soon as that happened, that's when he came up with a statement where he don't feel safe around white people, and then that's when he wrote the book about black uh, something. It just it skyrocketed, like I was right there in that moment. Wow! And so mm-hmm. I saw that, and then I met Daryl. Saw his writings. He had been doing it for years, always coming from, you know, solid conservative, you know, perspective, um, always, you know, never playing the victim, things like that. And I interviewed Daryl and then I already was friends with Virgil. And I was like, man, these two pieces look alike. (laughs) You know, and so I put them together, man. And um, and it was for the purpose of providing that voice. For what wow. a lot of people are not, you know, they're not getting it. It, it was that the opposite, the opposition wasn't mainstream. 
And so yeah. that's why I started just thinking and put those guys together just for that reason. Kind of like you, like you say, you, musicians weren't coming from that perspective. So you did that. All we heard from the black side was for social justice for. So we came with another and, and by God's grace, it is done wonderful things, wow. man. So. That is that encouraging. That is amazing. I have no idea. Thanks for telling me. Yeah, that. man. I didn't, I didn't realize that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Two wow. strangers, man. They met each other for the first time last year, and now they're touring, and they both, uh, <laughs> you know, just doing amazing things, man. Um, the podcast has grown tremendously. We made number one a couple of times, um, and um, it's just by God's grace, man. But enough about me. More about you. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, we, before we go to the break um, with your podcast, man, um, you know, you kind of gave the premise of what you thought about when you started it. What is kind of your vision with the podcast? I mean, I know with the pandemic, it's a better way to communicate and things like that. What are some of the things you think about going forward with the podcast and what would you like to see? Ah, uh, yeah. You know what I think is really difficult and what I, what I think a lot of Christians, I think, probably felt in the last few years was Let's say five years ago, if I looked out on the internet, social media, the people tweeting, the people podcasting, it was so much hate and so much division. Mm -hmm. And I, I kind of felt like as a Christian, I just want to stay out of all of that. Mm -hmm. I just want to stay out of it. And that is the reason why I wonder if so many Christian people, it took a long time, as you said, for, for the Christian podcasters, to the, the, the orthodox ones, yep. to really come out. And, and I think what happened for me was, for me, knowing brothers mm -hmm. who I knew used to believe in the Word of God, right. for, for them to hear some crazy thing and then say, yeah, I'm not really sure if, I don't think that, that God would put, send anyone to hell. And I'm like, wait, <laughs> I know that you used to not believe that, <laughs> right. to know that, that, they are that, that, that they are that susceptible to influence. Mm -hmm. That is the reason that I think Sometimes people look at me or maybe probably you guys, I know you guys sure. for sure. And they go, man, you're just, you're being divisive and mm. you're, you're being too hardline. And you're like, no, wait a minute. They are the ones being divisive because yep. they are saying things. In other words, we haven't changed what we believe. Nope. They're the ones changing what we all believed and they are sowing mm -hmm. brand new ideas. And, and these ideas are, they tickle the ears, right? They sound good. The ideas are like, ooh, I think I really like that because they're new. Exactly. And because they, they touch a, a side of us that is, I believe, and it, sinful. It feeds sure. a sinful desire. Flesh. So, yeah, so for me, flesh, that's right. So for me, what I hope with Cooper stuff, I hope to keep it going. Mm -hmm. I, I don't want to be divisive, but I want to give for, for those people that listen to Christian music, maybe that are not academic, maybe they're not the most theological people in the world. Right. I want to help them stand strong and just say, Hey, let me give you a no nonsense, mm -hmm. a no nonsense uh, answer to that. Like a couple of weeks ago, as you said, we'll name names. I'm not being a hater, but sure. it's out there. Yep. A, a few weeks ago when, I am a huge, huge John Piper fan. Right. But when John Piper wrote that oh, thing man, saying, yeah. you know, Hey, basically killing babies is bad. But being arrogant is also bad. I, I, people were hitting me, John, what do you think about this? Because they know yeah. I love John Piper. Sure. I just came out and said, hey, I love John Piper. I will always love John Piper. 
but that's ridiculous. It is. And, and nobody would believe that. Right. So um, just come out. Here's the no nonsense thing. And you can stand on, don't stand on a new idea. Stand on old wisdom. Mm-hmm. Stand on stuff that dead guys wrote. Yep. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yep, yep, yep. No, that's that's so spot on, man. That's so spot on. And that was kind of my response because I'm like you, I love John. Uh, very, you know, important in my transition. You know, I spent, I'm a YouTube researcher. So I spent a lot of time on YouTube listening to ah. his sermons and, you know, things like that. So um, just to, when I first read it, it was a little, you know, heartbreaking. But, you know, at the end of the day, you know, we, we, we all got to stand for ourselves. So that's kind of the way Absolutely. I approach. That, yeah, that's right. I mean, this this isn't easy, is it? It's not easy for sure. But but as you said, I love John Piper. I'm not being a hater. I don't think he's a sellout. I just go, hey, uh, there's been a couple of, of issues, m- mainly on the social, yep. the social issue. You know, uh, the bearing of arms, for mm-hmm. instance. You know, owning guns yep. and 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 this. I'm like, I don't see. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply those things the same way but I, but honestly he's he's fed my soul a lot that's for sure. for sure yeah no legit legit so right here we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back thankful homemaker is a blog and podcast created to be an encouragement and blessing to each other in the role god has called us to as women Thankful Homemaker provides truth-filled, gospel-driven encouragement to homemakers who amid their ordinary days desire to honor and glorify God in all things. Come visit thankfulhomemaker.com for the latest articles and podcasts. You can also subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Google Play, or on your favorite podcast catcher. So ladies, pop in your headphones as you're doing dishes, cooking dinner, or folding laundry, and sit with me, host Marcy Farrell, as we chat together on how God's Word impacts everything we do as Christian women. All right, we're back in here with my good friend, Mr. JC, John Cooper. And uh, on the back end, you know what's coming, man. You listen to the show. It's the bar signature questions. These are three questions I ask all of my guests. And these are going to be interesting coming from a musician. First signature bar question is, what kind of music do you listen to? (laughs) Mainly old rock. Love Uh, it. You know, yeah, if I go to the gym, it's going to be old ACDC and... Nice. All of that. You yeah, know, uh, man. I, I call it gym music. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> gym music, anything aggressive. And, and exactly. I don't care what style it is as long as it's aggressive. Sure. Yeah, I always tell so, people if, yeah. I, if I'm doing squats, I need somebody cussing at me. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's how I know you're old school. Yes, sir. Because <laughs> n- n- new people don't like to be yelled at Exactly. The gym. They're like, they don't hurt my feelings. Exactly. But when I go to the gym, yeah, yeah. I scream at myself. Exactly. At the gym. Exactly. You sissy, you're such a disappointment. Right. Uh-huh. right. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's legit, man. That's legit. All right, man. Next signature bar question is, what book or books are you currently reading? Oh, man, I devour books. I love books. 
I'm, I'm currently reading a few. In fact, I just got this uh, right here by me. Christianity and Liberalism by Matchin. That's an, that's an old one right yep. there, right? But I, I just read this because I, I just finished reading um, Live Not By Lies, mm -hmm. which, is, which is a new book. Right. Um, uh, who, who, who wrote Live By Lies? My wife's over there. She'll tell me what's up. <laughs> uh, by the way, if you haven't read oh, – thank you, baby. Let me get it. If you guys haven't read Live Not By Lies by Rod Dreher, this book here mm – -hmm. Oh, this is superb. Uh, nice. this is It just came out. And it's uh, a manual for Christian dissidents. And that's that's pretty important right now. Sure. Anyway, I just finished reading that. And, uh, and I'll tell you a book that came out that I think is, to me, I wish I'd read it a year ago. <laughs> but uh, are you familiar with the book that just came out called um, Why Social Justice is Not Biblical Justice? Mm, mm -mm. came out about two months ago okay and i've i've been trying to promote it far and wide because it is the best uh to me uh, reformed mm -hmm. this is what biblical justice is and why it's so important and why it's different than the modern social justice movement right and i'm, I'm trying to get it out so check that one out why social nice. justice isn't biblical justice. Nice, nice. Good deal. All right. Last signature bar question, also going to be interesting. What podcasts or sermons do you listen to? Oh, gosh. All right. Let's see. I always listen to Just Thinking. They, they just don't come out enough. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> but, but when they do come out, they're so long, you can spread it over three days if you have to. Yeah. Sometimes I have to give 30 minutes at a time. Yeah. Uh, but, but I do love Just Thinking. Um, James White has yep. become a good, uh, a pretty good friend, mm -hmm. uh, dividing line. He's really, really fed my soul quite a lot too. Yep. Um, I, I've got, I've got more. You got to give me a second here, brother. You got to give me a second. <laughs> no um, worries. Uh, I will say this, which isn't what you're asking me, but I'd like to get it out there because I think it's kind of important. I also am extremely active in my local church Yes, and I really believe in the, the body of Christ. We are all the church, but we should be a part of a local body. Right. It's so important. And I know that a lot of Christians are getting away from that and sure. just maybe maybe only listening to podcasting. But I just want to encourage people, you're missing out on, on life and, and what we're supposed to be as the body of Christ. So I'm very involved at my, my local church as well. But Maybe I'll just I'll I'll leave it with with those those podcasts for now. Those are good ones. No, that's legit. I actually so um kind of give you a little backstory. My listeners already heard this story. Um, I had a gentleman on uh, uh, probably when I first started, and I came out of the Word of Faith charismatic, and so you know where you uh, have heroes of you know preaching and things like that. <laughs> and so when I started doing the show, I would ask like, who's your favorite? preacher or whatever and this guy was like yeah my my local pastor he's like my local pastor this is who i listen to that's who feeds me that's my favorite and it pierced me because i was still thinking the old mentality and so from that i created a segment called the local pastor spotlight so i do a actual ah. uh show uh, every time i get a pastor somebody that doesn't have a stage or bestseller or anything like that and we just i talk to a regular pastor man and just kind of give him a little light and, and wow. let people uh hear his story and I get the most responses from that because guys that are listening are like, man, that really blessed me. So, yeah, we definitely uh, big time wonderful. local pastor spotlight around here, man, for sure. So I'm glad you brought that up. I love that. That uh, Being a pastor, 
I always tell people it is a thankless job. <laughs> I know, I know. It is a my uh, my father in law uh, uh, pastors a church, so oh, my okay. wife grew up. Yeah, yeah, my wife grew up as a preacher's kid, and mm-hmm. they grew up with a just a revolving door wow. of people coming to live with them. I mean, just wow. dr- drug addicts, people that, that went into that you know, went in for drug addiction and came out and needed a place to mm-hmm. get on their feet. People that my, they had five kids, uh, my, my wife has four siblings, gotcha. five kids with a tiny house with people they've never met coming in there to eat. And, and I mean, it is a thankless job, but they, they're is. heroes. So I love sure. that you do that, brother. Yeah, man. Good, good deal. Yeah. Praise God for that. Well, listen, yeah. man, this has been fun. Um, I definitely appreciate you coming on the show. Um, and I love to kind of close out with giving you the floor, any words of encouragement, anything you want to kind of leave my listeners with before we sign out. Sure. Sure. Well, that's nice. Thank you. I, I do want to plug one thing, plug, it, uh, plug anything people, you want me to say that too. plug whatever you want. Like, Just remember this show might not come out to 2021 cause I'm recorded ahead. <laughs> okay. No problem. No problem. Good. It's good. It's good to have some ammunition, you know? Yes, sir. Um, well, I do have a book. Check it out. It's called Awake and Alive to Truth. And the subtitle is Finding Truth in the Chaos of a Relativistic World. Mm. And it's I think it's important because it's, uh, again, theology for dummies, mm-hmm. people that, that might not be able to make it all the way through a, a John Calvin book or mm-hmm. an Augustine mm-hmm. book. You might not have the, the brain for that. I promise you, you got the brain to understand my thoughts. Okay, <laughs> but it, um, it's important because, especially for young people, sure. If you've got kids, if you've got nephews and nieces, or a kid in college or high school, whatever, mm-hmm. they are being so bombarded yes. with with relativism, and and these kids are so anxious because truth changes every day mm-hmm. in in their world. Exactly. Right, every day exactly. they have to go to Twitter. Mm-hmm. Find out what they're supposed to do. <laughs> What's okay to say? What's not okay to say? Right. What do I have to believe? What is virtue? What is non-virtue? Right. And and this book gives you two different ways to find truth. Mm. One way leads to life. One way leads to death. Mm-hmm. And it's extremely evangelistic. And I really hope it helps people. So I would encourage people to check it out. And so before you go on, oh, I need I need yeah. two of those. I, I'll send you my address. I need two of those. Okay. <laughs> you you know where to reach me, brother. <laughs> you know where to reach yeah, me, Yeah, one for me and so, one, one for my college student. But go ahead with the rest of it. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. All right. They'll be in the mail soon. Yes, sir. Um, let's see. Word of encouragement, though, you know, this is what I wrestle with personally, and maybe some of you will feel me on this, you know, is number one, we are called to love people. And number two, part of loving people is speaking truth. Mm. And I, I know I know that we have created a culture that says that to love people means you're not allowed to say true stuff. Mm-hmm. And that is not that is not accurate, and, and our and Jesus Christ did not live that way. He loved people perfectly because he's the Son of God, but he also spoke truth plainly. Mm-hmm. Right? Sometimes, yep. sometimes he spoke in parables. Other times, he spoke plainly. Right? Exactly. You know, if your eye if your eye causes you to sin, it'd be better to pluck it out than right. to be thrown into hell. Right? Exactly. So, I, I just want to encourage Christians. Uh, yes, love people the best you can. 
but it is okay to stand your ground and lovingly say the truth, tell people the truth of Christ, and do not repeat lies. And that that is what I'm. That is the moment that I am in right now. I sure. refuse to repeat the lies that people are telling me I have to repeat, even if by repeat that just simply means um, the way you have to live, right? Mm. You know what I mean? Like, yes. Forcing me not to see my family at Thanksgiving because I have to repeat a lie about COVID mm-hmm. is just not something that I'm willing to do. Right. I'm going to sit with my kids at the dinner table and my in-laws. Uh, I, you know, I don't want to get too much on. I realize that gets into a political thing, but I'm not going to live my life according to the world's lies. Right. And it's, it's to me living in truth is a loving way to be. So that I just hope to encourage people with that. Awesome, brother. Yeah, that that is so uh, time sensitive, man, um, because like you said, there's so much of that going on. There's a lot of people living by uh, someone else's lies, unfortunately. So I definitely appreciate you sharing that with me, brother. Again, thank you. Thank you for coming on the show. This has yeah. been fun. I'm, I'm just excited to, uh, to, to, to call you friend, brother. And thank you for all the support and shout outs with the Just Thinking and wearing a hat on James White, man. We were screenshotting and sharing. It was like, <laughs> look, he got our hat on. So we definitely appreciate oh, that. So cool. Daryl and Virgil, well, uh, they, they, they love you, man, for sure. That's so cool. I, I appreciate everything that you guys do. It it really has fed me, and it was really, man, I can't tell you what it was when, you know what, sometimes when you, you've you been reading the Bible or you've been seeing something in culture, just to hear someone say it out loud, yes. it gives you that yes. It gives you that strength, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, I am not standing alone, exactly. and I'm not crazy. Exactly. And, especially with people that are smarter than you yes. and know a thing or two. So yep. you guys keep up the good work. Keep yeah, getting the, the word out. Keep doing it, man. Awesome, brother. Awesome. Yeah, I always, I always joke and say Daryl uh, can write exactly what I'm thinking. Like, you know, it just is <laughs> what I want to say, but he know how to say it, man. So that is yeah. awesome, man. Appreciate you again, man. To the bar listeners, to people inside the bar, man, watching the live feed, man, you guys got a treat today. To the bar listeners, make sure you check out every podcast, your favorite podcast every Tuesday. Make sure you go to thebarpodcast.com and uh, check out all the shows and also go to thebargear.com to get some bar gear. Until next time, you guys, God bless and we are out. When you start your next project today at Menards, check out our great selection of garage and utility lighting options in stock, ready to take home today. We carry everything to help you illuminate whatever project you're working on. Shop garage and utility lighting products in store at your nearest Menards. You can also view all of our entire selection of lighting options today on Menards.com. Save big money at Menards. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.